the Mishnah says, Mishani Tal Haran, when the Aran was taken away. So the Gemara makes a diak. Mishanigna is like a ton. It doesn't say from when the Aran was hidden. It says, Allah Mishanital. It says when the Aran was taken away. So this is talking about at the end of the first Besamikdash when the Aran was not in the Besamikdash anymore. Tanan Kamanda Omar, Aran Gadal We have arrived from our Mishnah like the Shita that holds that the Aran was put into Gullus. It wasn't hidden. It was in Gullus. It went to Bavel. The Aaron went to Bavel. The end of the year. King He brought it to Bavel with the Klechemdas Beis Hashem. The Klechemdas Beis Hashem is the Aaron. And therefore, Abeliezer holds. The Aaron went to Bavel. Rabbi Shimon Yechai Aimer, he says Aaron got Lebavel. Rabbi Shimon Yechai says he lived after Abeliezer. He says Abeliezer was a contemporary with Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Shimon Yechai was a Talmud. Oh, Rabbi Akiva, he was the next generation. So he says Aaron got Lebavel. Aaron went down to Bavel. Shanema la'yivaser davar amir Hashem. Elu aseres hadibreis shabai. These are the aseres hadibreis. In he says the the uh, Aaron. Went to Bavel, and the difference is: Do you look at the iron? Rabbi Lazar Dashin's a pasuk Klei Chemdas Beis Hashem. He's looking at the iron. And Shimon Yechai always looks at the pnimius of the zach. Shimon Yechai always looks at the pnimius of Tyre. The iron, the iron's wonderful, but the main part of the iron is the Asaras Hadibris that are in the iron. So Melav Shimon Yechai makes the drasha from the Asaras Hadibris. Rabbi Yehuda Imer, also a contemporary of Rabbi Shimon Yechai, Aaron bin Kaimei Nignaz. He says the iron was hidden in its place. Right under the Evan Shasiyah, the Pasuk says that the Badim shown was sticking out. We're going to see later how they were sticking out. But they weren't actually seen outside. The Pasuk says they were there. And the Gemara is Darshaning means forever. So they stated the Aaron is buried in the Kedush Hakadoshim. He disagrees with Ula. Damer Ula Shal Rab Masim and Charish Asab Shimon Yechai Beraimi. Rab Masim and Charish Asab Shimon Yechai when he was in Rome. The Chemiyaches Shabaliyazim Elamdeinu Parmishaynu Shnia. Since Shabaliyazim teaches us one time and two times, Aaron Gal Labavel. He teaches us twice that the Aaron went to Bavel. Rishayna Hadayam Aaron. Rishayna is the pasuk he brought before. Vayiviel Bavelam Kleicham Des Beis Hashem, referring to the Aaron. Shnia Mai. What's the second Joshua? Dechsev vayetzim bebastiyin kol hadara from bastiyin went out all hadara my all her beauty my kol hadara widashin chedra widashin we had it actually in meseches brachis that you can interchange a hey with a ches hishtachavu l'ashem behadras kodesh widashin becherdas kodesh and the hey and the ches could be interchanged so therefore this is how widashins abalaz widashins from the two psukim that the aron went. What's your opinion on the matter? Where did the Aaron go? I hold the Aaron was hidden in its place. So what do you see? You see, according to Ula, the Abshiman Yechai holds the Aaron was hidden in the Kedesh HaKadoshim. The Aaron did not go to Bavel. That is, so you see, he disagrees with the Shita before, and he holds according to Shimon Yechai, the Aaron was hidden. How do you know that from this Pasuk that the Aaron was buried in the Kodesh HaKadoshim? It was there, and the Gemara is assuming whenever it says it means it was there forever. 
Frat the Gemara, is that true? V'hoksiv, v'esha yevusi, Baruch Hashem, we learn Sefer Shaftim, and the Pesach says in Sefer Shaftim, v'esha yevusi, yeshev yushalayim, lo'i harishu b'nei b'nyamin, the b'nei b'nyamin did not overpower the yevusi, v'yeshev ha-yevusi, as b'nei b'nyamin, yushalayim, ad hayayim hazeh, the yevusi lived in yushalayim together with b'nyamin, so that means if Hadayimazeh means forever, that means the Yavusi are still in Yerushalayim. Hachanami Galu, the Yavusi never left Yerushalayim. For 52 years, there was nobody traveling in Eretz Yisrael, in Yehuda, in Yerushalayim, Shanemer, Aleharim. The Navi says, I will cry for the mountains. I will say, Kinnis, for the Midbar. They were empty. There was nobody there. There was no noise of animals. From the birds to the animals. They left. They went away. So we dash in the word Behema. Behema is Bigimatria Chamishim Ushtayim Havu. Behema is Gematria 52. So that's how you know for 52 years there was nobody living in Eretzisel. Now it's interesting. What else is the Gematria of 52? The Gematria of Ben. And it's a very interesting concept that the child to the parent is comparable to a behema versus a human being. The way you have to you view your parents is like you're a behema, clap at your parent. That is the chiv of kibbutz of aim, and that's why behema and ben is the same gematria. A behema is something that has no seichel, so to speak. A child, no matter how much smarter, Baruch Hashem, we're much smarter than our parents, of course. We're all much smarter than our parents. Palamaisa, the Torah doesn't seem to feel like that, and the Torah says behema is ben is gematria behema, and that's how a child is supposed to look at his parents, that he is not smarter than his parents, and he is like a behemoth, so to speak, the clappy his parents, and that's where the source of Kibbut of Aim is. Very interesting concept. A different Pasuk, Sheva Shanim, for seven years, Niskai Magofris, for Melach Baratisrael. There was sulfur and salt in Baratisrael for seven years. know this? Asya bris bris. He learns the word bris from the word bris. bris It says that the bris overpowered lorabim Sometimes it's a week, but many times shavua means a set of seven years. It's called a shavua. So one pasuk says that there was a bris for seven years. The pasuk says that the reason why there was gafris for melach is because they left the bris of their rabbi So you see, bris is used by gafris for melach. So over here, where it says there was a bris l'rabim for seven years, obviously it's referring to a gafris for melach. So mele, you see from here that Eretz Yisrael had a a gafris melach for seven years. So again, nobody was living in Eretz Yisrael. So you can't tell me when it says that it means forever because the Yavusi also officially lived in Eretz Yisrael and they were gone during the time that Eretz Yisrael was desolate. Amalei hachi hachak siv sham hasam like siv sham. Over here it says vayu sham sham means that you'll be there forever. And when it says sham, it means forever. Is that true? May say Fatima Kasha from a Pasuk in Divrei Hayam in Bezashama Gonalin Divrei Yamim 
four minutes a day in Yerushalayim Yer Kadesh. From B'nai Shimon went to Harseir, Anashim Chamesh Meis, 500 people, Uplatio, Narayev, Rafiyev, Uzziel, B'nai Yishi, Bereshim, all these people went. Fayakos, Sheris, Aplaytal, Amalek, they killed out what was left from Amalek in Harseir. Fayeshu, Sham, Ariyamazah, they stayed there, Ariyamazah. So it says Sham, and it says Ariyamazah. So obviously these people are still living there, but that's not true. Ukfar Allah, Sancheirev, he mixed everything up, so nobody's left. So obviously, these Bnei Shimon were not there anymore. So you see that it's referring to he was demonstrating that he ripped, he mixed up the whole world. So you see that there was nobody left. So obviously, you see, even though it says, it doesn't mean they were there forever. And the Gemara says, it's taka good pircha. And there's no riot from this Pasuk that the Aaron was buried there because you have riots that by does not necessarily mean that it was there forever. Omar, Rav Nachman, Tana, the Rav Nachman brings a brace of a Chamaimim, Aaron, Belishkas, Dir Haitzim, Hayaganas. The Aaron was in the Lishkas, Dir Haitzim. So we actually had this in Meseches Shkalim, so it's a good Chazara. Omar, Nachman, Yitzchak, Afananam, Tanina, I'll prove it to you, Maisa, Bukayanachan. There was a story with a coin, Shemis Asik, he was playing around. Ferah, Ritzlam, Mishunim, Chavisel, he saw the Ritzpa. That was a little bit different than the other Ritzpis. Ubavahidiya es Chaveray. He came and he told his friend that the wo- that the floor in the Lishkas Dir Haitzim it was a little bit off. For like so usually we would say that, you know like in our houses Baruch Hashem the floor gets a little off. But in the base of Mikdash they, it wasn't like that. For es Hadavar he didn't get a chance to finish until he was Nifter. they knew clearly Shasham Arin. Ghanas that the iron was hidden over there. And there's a Maradiki you say in this Gemara. If the Rabbi Shalom gave you a secret, you don't have to tell it to everybody else. The Rabbi Shalom told you something. Here, obviously, he was Zecha to be revealed. You don't have to go peddling it in the street. When I tell you a private Zach, keep it private. And that's the reason why, Achmon Slan, he was Nifter. What did he actually do? What was he doing? That the, when when the story happened, Nundalad Menalf, the middle of the Yomer, Amar of Chelgai Mis Chelbai Mis Asik Bekardumihaya. He was playing with his axe. So Meli is playing with his axe, and he noticed something else on the floor, and therefore he um, he he uh, he he was able to see that the floor was off. What's the Dafkimina? What he was doing? Who cares? Mis Asik wasn't Mis Asik. It turns out when a guy is focused, he doesn't notice the floor. The reason why people are busy with what's going on over here, going on. I was talking to someone last night. The reason why a guy is busy with every shtus that goes on in town is because he has nothing going on in his life so yeah he's keeping himself busy say so this guy parked in the wrong spot that guy's busy with this oh this guy should clean his garbage cans bring his garbage cans back to the house all these stussim are because he has this so Mela you have to look for other things this guy and if he would have done his job if he was chopping wood he wouldn't have noticed that the floor is not even but because he was misasic he's playing around a little bit so Mela now he starts looking at all oh, the floor over here he's busy making comments on the uh, architectural uh, Huh? But it's better to chop wood. They do what you're supposed to do. We'll see in a minute why. Delishka's there. It's do what you're supposed to do. And you don't have to see the iron. You see, put it this way. If it would have been a good zach that he saw the iron, it wouldn't have ended up that he died. If he died, obviously, the sto- beginning of the story wasn't that hot. But that's the Gemara saying. The Gemara is stressing he was playing around, and that's the reason why he noticed this, and Amela, he got himself into trouble. 
There were two kayanim that were balimumin. They were chopping wood. They were they, they used to get the worms out of the wood. So they used to chop up the wood to take the worms out. One of their axes slipped. And fell there. was considered a bazillion that he allowed his axe. He wasn't careful. And a fire came out. And burned him up. So I don't understand. Vas happens. I understand. The food of the Kedusha Kedushim. I understand. Who went to Babel? I understand. But Vas happens. Delishkas dear Hayitzim. Why is that the place that they would hide the iron? Because usually you say you hide the pl- you hide the money in a place where nobody's going to look, right? You put it in your freezer, right? You hide the iron where nobody's. You hide the money where nobody's going to look. Vas happens. The iron was hidden. Delishkas dear Hayitzim. The reason is because the Lishkas Dir Ha'etzim was the source of fire in the base of Mikdash. The Mizbeach came from the Lishkas Dir Ha'etzim. From there came all fires, we said. Came the Menorah, came the Keteris, all fires. The source of the Chiyas in the base of Mikdash came from the Lishkas Dir Ha'etzim. And in Melavir, the Aaron was buried. Where does the person get Chiyas? Why does one person walk around Besimcha and Freilich and the other guy can't crack a smile? If you have the Aaron buried by you, not buried too deep. Buried close enough that you can access it, then you're Zaycha, Tevin Lishkas, there hates him, so to speak, and you have a Chiyas. But a person that has no Shaykhis, the Torah, is a dead man. Dead man walking. You want to have Chiyas, you want to have Simcha, you want to have Bracha, you have to have the iron. Make sure the iron is buried by you. The iron is buried in the Lishkas, dear Ha'etzim. That's where they bury the iron. Zat Gemara, have you the Rami? Have you asked the Stira? Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Vayiro Rashi Abadim. The Pasuk says in the beginning, it's Pasuk in Malachim. Rabbi say, four minutes a day will be there. So the Pasuk in the beginning of Malachim. This is a very good question. Which Navi talks about David HaMelech? Which Navi discusses the life of David HaMelech? Anybody know? You don't have to answer at once. Which Navi talks about the life of David HaMelech? This is what separates a person ever learned Navi or not. Which Navi? Shmuel. David HaMelech is not discussed in Malachim. Very, very little. Mamish, the beginning of Malachim is David HaMelech, and that's it. The entire life of David HaMelech is in Sefer Shmuel, the Sefer we're currently learning. It's a fascinating thing. Malachim starts with Shleimah HaMelech. So Mela, the beginning of Malachim right away, talks about how Shleimah HaMelech built the base of Mikdash, because Shleimah HaMelech was considered like the main Melech for whatever reason, not for now. When we get to Malachim, we'll discuss it. But HaKaponim Sefer Malachim discusses Shleimah HaMelech, and down. David HaMelech is on his own, so to speak, in Sefer Shmuel. The main focus of Sefer Shmuel is on the life of David HaMelech, a little bit of Shmuel, but mainly on the life of Shaul and on David, the earlier kings and Klai. So, an amazing thing. We'll get to Bez Hashem. But anyway, in the beginning of Malach, and the Pasuk says like this. One Pasuk says, Rashi Abadim, that the Rashi Abadim, the tips of the Abadim, were seen outside. And another Pasuk says that it wasn't seen outside. So make up your mind, were the Abadim seen or not? They were seen and they weren't seen. Meaning, the Gemara explains, you're able to see the tips of the Abadim. You would think the Abadim didn't move from their place. Very interesting. The badim extended. They had the badim a piece of wood. They extended out from the iron and they poked into the parechas. So you would think they would rip through the parechas. So they weren't seen outside. They stuck out in the 
Parechas. For Yoitzim and Parechas, there was a mark of two Badim in the Parechas. For Nirin, Tishnei Dada Isha, they look like two Dadim of an Isha. Shinemar Tzoror Hamar Doidili Ben Shodai. Yolan Ben Shodai is a hint to this concept and it's to demonstrate the Ahava that the Rabbi Nishalom has for us. And again, the Rabbi Nishalom shows his Ahava through Torah. When a person learns Torah, he is Zeichah to see the Ava of the Rabbi Shalom, and that's why the Aaron, specifically, which was the Keser Torah, demonstrated the Ava of the Rabbi Nishalom. The Gemara says a fascinating thing. What? Oh! Very good, Kasha al Khanan is on his toes. We'll see you in a minute. Sa'ati Gemara. Amar of Katina. Well, really, the first base of Mikdash was a wall, and the second base of Mikdash had two. It's a very good Kasha. Well, this is a possible about the first base of Mikdash, but yeah, al Khanan, very good. We'll see you in a minute. Sa'ati Gemara. Amar of Katina. So we'll see you in a minute. The Gemara doesn't ask your Kasha, but the Gemara asks a different Kasha, and the Gemara's Kasha, we'll see a tarot's to your Kasha. Sa'ati Gemara. Amar of Katina. When Kleisa would go up the regal, they would up, they would roll up to Pereches. They would show them the Kruvim that were hugging each other. They would tell them, One Kruv was a, looked like a Zachar, one Kruv looked like an Akeva, and it was a demonstration of our relationship with your Rebbe And again, it comes together with Taira. And the Vilna Gain says an amazing thing. The reason why the Kruvim had a picture of children is because children have a very high level of emunah and betach and children do not worry about paying the mortgage and that's why children is the representation of a person that has a relationship with the Ben Islam. and if you don't worry about paying your mortgage then you're on the same level as these Kruvim so to speak of a relationship with the Ben Islam. so Melo the Kruvim were the demonstration of the Ahava that the Ben Islam has for us the Pasuk says, when you put the Kalim, well, the Pasuk says, they shouldn't look when you swallow the Kaddish. What does it mean when you swallow the Kaddish? When they put the Kalim into the Nartik, into the, the, uh, the thing that covered it over, every Kli had a thing that covered it over, you now let to look at the Kli when they're putting it into the Nartik. So what are you seeing? You see, you're not supposed to look at the urn. So how are they? How they pick up the preches and allow Klayisot to look at the urn? The Gemara says an amazing thing. It's a mashal to akala. As long as she's in her father's house, she's a snua from her husband. So the Mishkan is a mashal to akala in her father's house. When she comes to her shver's house, so that's the mashal to the base of Mikdash. She's not a snua anymore. So therefore, even though at the time of the Mishkan, you were not allowed to look at the yarn, but when it came to the base of Mikdash, they lifted up the preches to show Klai saw the yarn. This whole story started with Rav Katina. This is Rav Katina talking. So Rav Chana asked Rav Katina, Rav Chana, Rav Katina asked, the story with the Kayan Shaymis Asik. And what happened? He died because he revealed the, the place of the Arin. So Lachayr, what's the big deal? Well, Lachayr, we just said that in the first place of Mikdash, or after the first place of Mikdash, Kalaiso was already like completely married, and there was nothing wrong with seeing the Arin. So what did they do wrong? When they got divorced, Niskarsha Chazra Lechibasa Lechibasa Harishain. An amazing thing. The second base Hamikdash was in a Geder of after Gerishin. The first base Hamikdash and Kalaizo got thrown out. It was a Geder of Gerishin. This story of the Kayanim happened in the second base Hamikdash when the arm was already hidden. So after they were thrown out. 
from the first base of Mikdash, it was like a Gershin and a Mela. That's the reason why it's a, um, it's, it, was, it went back, so to speak, to the first Chiba, and they weren't allowed to see the Aaron. And every Gershin Achman al-Islan is Me'ain Achorban Beis HaMikdash. If a person has an opportunity to keep a, a couple together, to keep Shalom Bayis, it's like you're keeping the Beis HaMikdash. And that's, the, that's what the Torah is teaching us. Chazal say the end of Bisech is Gitin Bez HaShem. We're going to learn it in Yerushalayim Yerakadosh. And when we learn it, it will not be relevant. And Bez HaShem over there, we're going to see the concept that a person, Rechman al-Islan, divorces someone for no, not a good enough reason, doesn't try hard enough to try to keep them together when there's not a good enough reason. Rechman al-Islan, you see from here, it's like a demonstration of the Chorbin Bez HaMikdash. Rechman al-Islan, it's not like today that it's just a matter of... Uh, uh, you know, in, 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 like a plastic plate, you throw in the garbage and move on to the next one. No, it demonstrates Achman Olatzlan, Achorim Beis Hamikdash. So I think Gemara, Bimaya Skin, this is Achan and Shail. The Gemara asked it on the Gemara before that says they used to pick up the Pereiches and show the yarn. What are we talking about? If we're talking about the first place of Mikdash, there was no Pereiches in the first place of Mikdash, there was a wall. Allah b'mikdasheni in the second base of mikdash me have a kruvim. There was no kruvim in the second base of mikdash, so it wasn't a gear to pick up the pereches. We're talking about the Mikdash Rishon. There was a Pareiches in the hole in the wall. They obviously had a hole in the wall because the Kain had to walk through. So in order to keep the privacy of the Kain HaKadoshim, there was a Pareiches hanging in the middle of the wall. How do you know that? Even though we don't say that, how do you know that? The Amr of Zayamir Av, Shleisha Esa Pareiches, Hayab Mikdash, there were 13 Pareiches in the base of Mikdash. Shiva, Keneged Shiva Sharim, seven, Keneged the seven gates in the base of Mikdash. The seven gates were not just open, they had a Pareiches, a curtain hanging there. Shtayim, there were two more, Achas Lepischa Shalechel, one in the, to the entrance of the Hechel, Viachas Lepischa Shalulam, and one by the entrance of the Ulam. Shtayim, Bedvir, two, this is the second base of Mikdash. Two by the Dvir, two by the Kadesh Kadashim, there were two Pareiches, Ushtayim, Keneged Nebaliah, and two on top, the the Beis HaMikdash had a second floor. So on the second floor, they also hung two Pareiches that no one should walk through on top of the Kaddish HaKadoshim. So Mela, there were 13 Pareiches. So what do you see? You see that even every entrance in the Beis HaMikdash had a Pareiches over it for privacy. So Mela in the wall also. Even though it was a hole there, there was a, pri- a Pareiches of privacy. So they picked up that Pareiches to show Klai Yisrael the Arin. So really, even in the first Beis HaMikdash, there was a Pareiches and a Mela. That's the Gemara's Teretz. They had the first verse of Mikdash, the second verse of Mikdash had two, but the first verse of Mikdash had one Pareiches. No, the, the Pareiches ran along the whole thing, it just, they moved it a drop. I mean, they, they pulled it up. The, no, 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 I understand that, but in the second verse of Mikdash, where the Pareiches, if, if it was able to, the bottom would poke them through, that means that the Pareiches was right in the center. The, the Pareiches ran across the whole way. In the first, in the second base of Mikdash. In the first base of Mikdash, there was a wall, and in the middle, in the middle area, it doesn't say how big the wall, the hole was, but there was a hole in the wall, and in the middle there was a preichus there. Right, so that means that the entrance, what do we say was above you? That means that when you go in and out, right. which is in the center, right. it's different than it was in the first Correct, place, yeah. It, it probably, it was different in the second base of Mikdash. Correct, yeah. Really, we're talking about the second base of Mikdash. So I, we just said that there were no Kruvim. In the, so one second. So Al-Khan in this answer is Yeshayla. The way it was able to poke out was because there was a Preichist there. 
Loyalim Mikdashenu, we're talking about the second base of Mikdash, Vikruvim did Sursa Haivukaimi. Even in the second base of Mikdash, they were Kruvim. They weren't the Kruvim of the Aaron, but they were Kruvim on the walls. Very interesting. The Siv, that's called Kires Habayiv. Habayis, there's a Pasik by Shlema Melch, the way he built the base of Mikdash. So the Pasik says, Ves called Kires Habayis, the walls of the house, Mesav Kela Kola Pituche Makla is Kruvim. So there were all these different kinds of pictures. Kruvim, Tamaris, those are palm trees. Tzitzim, the different kinds of like trees and plants. There were pictures on the wall, carved into the wall, of these different Kruvim and different pictures of trees. They covered it with gold over the carving. The Pasuk says, Kemar Ish Veloyes. When it's describing these pictures, it says, Kemar Ish Veloyes. My Kemar Ish Veloyes. What does that Pasuk refer to? Amar Abarav Shila, Keish Hameura Belevoya Shaloi. Like an Ish that's being misstep. It's being misdabig Belevoya Shaloi. Levaya Shaloi. What's Levaya Shaloi? It means the one that walks with him is Ishtai. Ishtai is called Levaya Shaloi. And you see over here, Mayyadika concept in the essence of what Shalom Bayes is. The Gemara doesn't call it Ishtai. The Gemara calls it Levaya. The way Shal- the Yusait of Shalom Bayes is that it's not two people living under one house and they just hopefully have to make it work. That's not the way it works. Levaya means they walk together. When you have Levaya, the concept of Levaya, not a Levaya, well, some people think it's a Levaya. No, no, it's not a Levaya. It means when you walk somebody, you have a guest in your house and you walk him, you're Malava him. That's the way. Uh, now, again, it, it takes chachma. You don't have to spend the whole day on the phone texting and calling your wife. But the Yusait is that your wife should feel that you're being malave her. You're there for her. If she needs you, you're there. That's the Yusait of Levaya. That's the Yusait of marriage. And a male over here, the Torah is referring to Levaya, the way we refer to a husband and a wife, is Levaya Shaloi. And a male, that's, that's the mushal to how the <coughs> picture looked on the wall of the Beis HaMikdash. When the Goyim came into the Heichal, they saw the Kruvim hugging each other. They brought them out into the Shuk. And they said like this, That their Bracha is a Bracha. And their Klala is a Klala. They should be busy with these lowly things. This is what they have in the Kedush HaKadoshim. Miyad Hazil them right away. They were mezalzel and klaisel. Shenemer kol mechabdeah. He zilua kiro ervasa. All the people that were mechabed her originally were mezalzel and her because they saw ervasa. And you see over here an amazing thing. Ma'isa, why are they going wrong? That's what we should be having. Such a picture, such an image in the Kedush HaKadashim. And there's a Mayuridiki aside in this. The Ramban writes that what, the reason why Kedush HaKadashim, he brings on the Rambam, that the reason why Lashon HaKadash is called Lashon HaKadash is because there's no words for, uh, for Tashmish, for these kind of Inyanim. There's no words in Lashon HaKadash that describe it. In the Gaisha languages, there's a word for it. In, in Lashon HaKadash, there's no words for it. That's why it's called Lashon HaKadash. And there's an, so I don't understand. So if, it's, if, it's, if that's the reason why it's called Lashon HaKadosh, that means it's not in Yanei Kedusha. That means it's something that's not Kedush. Because if, if you don't have a word for it, that means it's something that's not Kedush, right? That's Treif. That's not the Pshat. The Pshat is, there's no word for it. When there's no word for it, then there's Kedusha. When a person's able to keep his private things private, that's what Kedusha is. When the Aaron was in the Kedush HaKadoshim, that's Kedusha. When you bring it onto the street, like the Goyim do, 
That's Tumah. That's what the Gemara is teaching us. Rachmanah, it's not a person should think it's not. This is the Spitz Kedusha. But Kedusha has to stay inside. When you're WhatsApping and have a, a, a bumper sticker on your back, I, whatever, Vachulu, Vachulu, on your phone, those guys, Rachmanah, it's That's the source of destruction of Kedusha in Klai so Keep it to yourself. In today's society, if not everybody knows about it, then it doesn't exist. That's why, if not everybody knows that I went to Florida, then I didn't go to Florida. I have to tell everybody that I went, then I went. So the Sechmots on the same thing applies to marriage. You don't have to tell everybody. Nobody has to know. Nobody cares. They just want to be able to tell you. Nobody cares. Trainers can come, and all you're doing is destroying your own relationships. Baduk Umenuseh, the people that held to hang these bumper stickers three months later, so anyway, the Gemara says, like this is what I was telling you, that the Kedusha is when it stays private. When it comes out into the open, Rachman al-Tzlan, that is Toma. That's what the Torah is teaching us. And there's another thing that the Gemara is teaching us. What was the Tain of the Goyim? What did the Goyim say? The Goyim said, what was their Tain on Klai Yisrael? Klai Yisrael shebir chasan bracha ukilalasan klala yasku bidvarim halalu You see, the Goyim understand why one person is zoiche to birchasan bracha and kilalasan klala. You want to go to someone that's going to give you a bracha and his bracha will be mekuyim, a person that has kedusha, a person that keeps in yonet sneis, in yonet kedusha, it's birchasan bracha ukilalasan klala. You see that the Goyim understood that. They chapped. It wasn't about how many, how many posts you get, how nice you speak, how chveis, how chashim officially you are. It's about Kedusha. If a person maintains Kedusha, it's Berchas and Bracha, Ukelos and Klala. And we can learn that from the Goyim. And many times, the Chavetz Chaim used to say, you listen to what the Goyim is saying, they say things that they, so to speak, they speak for the Banisham, so to speak. When the Goyim say something, they're talking, so to speak, they're the outsiders. An outsider's view sometimes is the best view. And the Goyim are teaching us why what makes Berchas and Bracha Kalos and Klala? It comes from Kedusha. Zatigmari Shasia, Haisa Nikris, it was called the Evan Shasia. Tana, why was it called Evan Shasia? Shemimena, Hush Sasailam. The world, the, it was the foundation of the world. The world was f- set on the Evan Shasia. And it's interesting, what was the name of Adam Marishan's main son? Shais. Shais, as I say, Shame, what is Shasia? Shais was the one that was the solidification of the Bria, and Evan Shasia, it's the same word. And Amela, Maratana, it's interesting. Chazal say that Shabbos is really Shais with a base inside. Where the base ended up is a discussion for itself, but that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is the root of the entire week. When a person's Mechabit Shabbos, the entire week is built on that, and Chazal say it's really Shais with a base. Chazal have a shtickle tear with Zachar Vishamar, whatever. There's a reason why there's a base in there, but it's really the it really comes from Shase. The name Shabbos really comes from Shase. You see from this Mishnah that the world was created from Tziyayin. I want to tell the Elam, let's look at this Gemara, very interesting Gemara. So usually we look over this Gemara, we roll our eyes and we move on. But look what the Gemara says. The world was created from the middle. So to speak, put earth and more earth, more earth stuck, and eventually there was a world. That means the Banisham started from the middle of the world and worked his way out. The world started from the outside and, and worked its way in. It's a that it's coming from all directions, from north, south, east, and west. That's the way the world was created. How the world was created. Where else in Shas do we have a Machlaikis of Eliezer and Abishua regarding the creation of the world? Go. 
Huh? Oh, very good. Tishrei and Nisan. Tishrei and Nisan. It's the same Machlaikis. The Vilna Gaon explains that the Machlaikis, if it was Tishrei or Nisan, Shkayach, Kivaldig. Chazi, you remember. The Machlaikis, Tishrei and Nisan is, Tishrei is the world in its intellectual form. You can't, when you come to Tishrei, it looks like the world's dying. You don't see, but really underground, everything's re- re- resurrecting, everything's starting again. Tishrei, the, the guy says, like a person has a head and he has a heart. The head is really the main part of the body, but you don't see. A person doesn't act by what's in his head. That's the premius. The heart, the person acts by his heart. He's in a good mood, he does good things. If he's not in a good mood, he doesn't do good things. So the guy says that Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer holds Betishrei Nevra'ilam. So he says, it's like in the head, it's like the, the shayrish of the world, so to speak. And Tishrei is the shayrish. Rabbi Shua says, because that's when you look outside. You see Nisan, the world starts growing again. That's, so to speak, the physical manifestation of that. So if you look over here, you see an interesting thing. Abeliezer says the world was created from the middle, meaning the, short, the source. Abeliezer goes after the source. So the source is, the Tishrei is the source. So Abeliezer says, ma'am, from the middle. And Rabbi Yeshua says, no, from the sides. We don't understand what the sides mean, but every Every um, uh, direction represents a certain midah. North is din, uh, east is chesed. Every, every, every direction, for whatever reason, not again now, represents a different midah of the Rebbein Shalom. And in Melo, when we discussed that the world started from different directions, we're talking about the physical world. There was a little bit of this midah, a little bit of that midah. The world is made up of four things, offer, mayim, esh, and ruach, and each one is represented in a different direction. Now for now, but you see that we're discussing directions. When we discuss directions, we're talking about the world and its physicality, the world the way we perceive it. So Meil Abishua says that the world was created in Atzadim because that's the way he views Bria Asylum. And Abeliezer talks about the source because that's the way he views Bria Asylum. Rabbi Yitzchak says, they banished him through a stone into the yam. From there, the world was, was built. So that was the first Hanachas Avenapina. There was just nobody to cut the ribbon. But that was the first Hanachas Avenapina when they banished him through the stone into the yam. But I understand the yam wasn't created yet. How did they throw the stone into the yam? There was no yam. How did they throw the stone into the yam? Oh, very good. For those that are learning Chumash, they know that the water was around before Bria Sa'ilam. The Torah doesn't say anywhere that the Bashim created the water. The Torah doesn't say anywhere that the Bashim created the earth. The reason is because the earth and the water was created before Bria Sa'ilam. So that's what the Gemara is saying. There was water there, and the Bashim threw the stone into the water. Chumash for life. We're moving along. One pasik a day. Chaparayin. But anyway, that's what we learned over there that the Yam was there first. So Mela, the Bashim threw the stone into the Yam, and that's what the world was built on. The world was built from Tzion. The Pasuk says, From Tzion was Michlal Yoifi. From Tzion, the beauty of the world was built. I have a cash in the Gemara. The world is not beautiful. The world is terrible. Open a newspaper and you'll see what's going on in the world. It's terrible. The world's coming to an end. Someone asked me, a lady sent me a message. She wants me to speak for a certain organization. She says, the world is spiraling out of control. We want you to speak for... So, I don't know, something wrong. She's living in a different world. Yeah, the world is spiraling out of control. So what's the, what's the Pasuk talking about? So I don't know, either we're crazy or Chazal and Rahman some are crazy. So the odds are that Chazal knew it and we're crazy. A person thinks that the world is not beautiful. He's disagreeing with the Gemara. He never he didn't get up this morning. For the daf, the Gemara says, The world is beautiful. 
every single day, no matter what's going on outside, it's beautiful. And that's the Gemara saying that from Tzion, was the beauty, and the oymik is, if you want to be able to see the beauty of the world, you got to be in seeing. From seeing, a person can see. That's why Chazal say, there were ten kavim of beauty went into the world. Nine, Yerushalayim. Tzion is Yerushalayim. Nine was taken by Yerushalayim. Tzion is the source of beauty. The beauty of the world comes from Tzion. It wasn't four minutes. They wanted to speak for 45 minutes. I spoke already two weeks ago. But I have a policy. If someone calls me out, I don't have time for this. But if someone calls me out, advice says emotional. I didn't, I didn't reach out to you. She reached out to me. Then that next week, Wednesday. So the other name, huh? It's a, it's a phone. It's a phone conference. If anyone wants to call, I'll give you the number. I did it right Huh? Tanya, Rebeliezer, Hagodel Elaymer. This is not the regular Rebeliezer. Rebeliezer, Hagodel Elaymer, Elu told us, Ela told us, Hashemayim v'haretz b'hibayam. There's a pasuk, Bez Hashem. We're going to get there very soon. We're almost there. B'yoyim asois Hashem Eloikim eretz v'shamayim. When the Rebbeinu Shalom Hashem Eloikim, Hashem is me the sachesed. Eloikim is me the sadin. The Rebbeinu Shalom would me the sachesed and me the sadin created eretz v'shamayim, and we dashed. Told us Shemayim, Mi Shemayim Nevru. They told us of Shemayim, the the things that were created from the Shemayim came from the Shemayim. Told us Ayats, Mayarats Nevru, the told us Ayats came from the Ayats. We're going to learn about that today. Today's Chumash, uh, we're going to discuss this concept. But you see that the Ayats was produced by the Ayats, and the sun and the moon was produced by the Shemayim. They're more Ruchni as creations in the Bria. They were produced by the Shemayim. That's what says. Both of them, the Shemayim and the Ayats, were created from Tsiyayim. Shenemah, Mizma, Loss of Kelalikim the entire world, the Eretz, the entire world, and the Pasuk fears ice. The Rebbein Shalom was Mephia, the Rebbein Shalom manifested the beauty of the world. From Tzion, the world, the beauty of the world came, and you see from here an amazing thing, because the Gemara starts off saying that Ruchnius came from the Shemayim, and Gashmius came from the arts. The physicality of the world came from the arts, the spiritual part of the world came from the Shemayim. Tzion has both. In Yerushalayim, there is both. You could have Ruchnius and Gashmius. The base of Mikdash was in Yerushalayim, was a physical manifestation of Ruchnius. So, the only place that could make, that could be the source of Ruchnius and Gashmius is Tzion. And that's what the Chum say, that everything was created with Tzion. That's what our Mishnah is that the entire world was built from Tzion.